Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. We're still wrapping up some pre-recorded episodes. There's three pre-recorded episodes left, and then I'm going to kind of do an episode updating everyone on where we're going with the podcast, which I'm really excited about. But um, before we we get into kind of the 2019 season, which in my mind hasn't technically started yet, even though it's 2019, we need to talk a little bit more about airway. And we talked about airway a long, long, long time ago. Suction, move the tongue, right? Airway management is probably like the core procedure in all of emergency medicine. If there's like a procedure that defines us, it's our ability to come up with lots of different ways to manage the airway. That's why we do anesthesia rotations and stuff too, because they're similar. A lot of, lot of airway management skills in our training. And there is a saying in emergency medicine, and you've probably heard it, ABCs, IV, O2, monitor, advanced airway equipment to the bedside, right? This is what we do when the fully dressed, screaming, cyanotic train wreck covered in their own feces, right, gets, gets thrown onto your stretcher by EMS. ABCs, IV, O2, monitor, advanced airway equipment to the bedside. This is like our, our safety blanket in emergency medicine, Okay. And so we talked about it way, way back, way back in that old airway episode. And as we said, when you think airway, and especially as a med student too, the first thought that comes to your mind should be very basic. Grab suction, pick up the back of that tongue, so jaw thrust, however you do it. It's a cognitive mistake that will burn you if during airway you jump in your mind to intubation. Don't do it. Suction move the tongue. That's like your first 60 seconds. That's what we talked about previously. You can do this as a first or second year student. You can do this as like a college student, as long as you know how to do the maneuver, right? All of you medic students listening, suction, move the tongue, basics. Don't get ahead of yourselves thinking about the tube yet. Don't think about the tube. Think about suction and moving the tongue. I had a case just the other day, opiate epidemic, right? So frequently patients will get kind of like pushed out of a car into onto like the, the sidewalk in front of the ED or they'll kind of come into triage carrying someone who's, who's blue and they're not breathing and they've overdosed on opiates, right? And you'll hear all this commotion and the, the patient will be getting rushed back to a resuscitation bay. And frequently when I hear this coming, I just go to the resuscitation bay and I, I turn on the oxygen and I maybe get the bag valve mask ready and I get some suction and everyone comes in and they, and the patients get on the bed and they're trying to start IVs and you just suction out their mouth. You open up the airway, maybe do a few things with the bag valve mask and it just like immediately diffuses and decompresses the situation. But this week we're moving past that, but we're still not to the full intubation RSI step yet. The stuff we're talking about this week is like airway minutes one through five. So suction move the tongue, that's your first 60 seconds, and then minutes one through five. Stuff that we do basically with, with the bag valve mask while we're setting up for intubation. So don't get ahead of yourself, minutes one through five. Before you can intubate, you need to be able to successfully oxygenate with a bag valve mask. It's a, a crucial step. 
And this step is easy for us to mentally skip past because usually somebody can get a good mask seal for us and we can oxygenate the patient well, no big deal. But don't get ahead to the sexy intubation stuff yet because this step is really important and it doesn't always go well. Airway disasters, they occur here. This is where the airway disasters happen with the bag valve mask prior to intubation. And it's just as much as during intubation, you need to master this. What if the patient has a giant beard? and you can't seal on the mask? What if their neck panis is like bigger than their chin and it's overlapping their chin? What if they have like no lips or something, right? This stuff happens and we get stuck here trying to oxygenate minutes one through five. And so that's why this week is so important. What we're going to talk about this week, let's get to it. There are three, one, two, three advanced bag valve mask adjuncts that are going to save your ass when you can't seal the mask and oxygenate the patient. Three adjuncts. I remember once, I won't name the rotation, but this attending uh, was just railing on this paramedic for only, right, only getting the trauma airway with a combi tube and not a definitive ET tube, right? And so the attending pulls out that that tube in a in a whirlwind of arrogance and they couldn't intubate the patient. And I was like, you know, I didn't I didn't say anything, but I'm just thinking to myself, that attending is such an idiot. For the med students listening, don't ever be like that. Respect this step. Slow down. So focus this week talking about phase two, airway minutes one through five, how to use the bag valve mask adjuncts. And there are three of them. There's the pharyngeal airways, the laryngeal mask airways, and the retroglottic airways. So let's go through these. We're just going to talk about some equipment today. Nothing too crazy. Let's just talk. And you can find all this stuff and play with it during your rotations. So bag valve adjunct number one are the pharyngeal airways. So the nasopharyngeal or the oropharyngeal airways. These are both measured the same. There's a bunch of different sizes. You measure it from the earlobe to like the corner of the mouth for the oropharyngeal or the earlobe to the nose for the nasopharyngeal airway. And you, you lube those things up and you slide them all the way in until it props up and kind of sits behind the, the back part of the tongue. Both of these bypass that posterior portion of the tongue that tends to kind of like collapse back when a patient is limp and unconscious. So this is really good in patients where you can get maybe a good mask seal, but they're super obese and you're having trouble with that jaw thrust and lifting that tongue all the way off the deep mouth and... It's hard to get good airflow when you squeeze. Uh, help yourself. Put in a nasopharyngeal or an oropharyngeal airway. Classic question here. I just got to throw it in. I just got to, because it might be on your test, but you don't do the nasopharyngeal airways in patients with facial or skull injuries because you don't want to like poke it through like a broken skull, basal skull and poke it into their brain. So, you know, avoid nasopharyngeal airways in those situations, but otherwise they're amazing. Big valve adjunct number two is the laryngeal mask airway, the LMA. And essentially, it's designed, it looks like a small little face mask with a tube attached. And it's, it's designed to fit over the larynx. So have your attending or resident show you one of these when you rotate. It looks like a, a small mask with a tube attached. Only instead of putting it on the outside of the face, you're going to lube it up and basically slide it all the way back 
back to their esophagus and their epiglottis. And you're going to kind of push all the way in until it stops. Basically it hits resistance. And this is like kind of holding like a modified bag valve mask only it's designed to fit inside their mouth. These things are clutch, especially in like a bearded patient where you can't get a good seal because of the hair. And so the LMAs are great. This is called the LMA, the laryngeal mask airway. And then your last adjunct. So we've talked about the pharyngeal. So the nasopharyngeal and oropharyngeal airway adjuncts. We've talked about LMAs. And so the last ones are the retroglottic airways. And so there's two famous ones that you need to know. And they're called the King airway and the Combi tube airway. And so EMS uses these all the time. But they look kind of like a, a modified endotracheal tube. And so both of these, just the same, they get lubed up and they get pushed in all the way. And you inflate some balloons and you can bag through them. Three adjuncts, nasopharyngeal or pharyngeal. LMA, and then your retroglottic, your kings and your combi tubes. They're all put in the same way. They're designed to be pretty easy. You have to practice it, but they're designed to be pretty easy. You lube it up, you slide it in. If there's a balloon, you inflate it, and you can bag valve through it for minutes one through five while you're preparing to intubate or as a backup. If you can't intubate, right? You got to know these you got to know these. You need to be able to put in a nasopharyngeal airway, an oropharyngeal airway, an LMA, a king, and a combi tube. You just have to learn these. These should be incorporated into your didactics. Get your hands on them. You have to know them because, just side note, as an attending, by far the scariest cases I've had as an attending. By far, by far. It's not like these complicated patients or the crashing patients or the CPRs or the traumas. It is the bad airways. They like the patient just starts to desaturate and you're just like, oh my God, they're going to die if I don't get it. And then you get tunneled. They're just such, it's such a hard skill. You just have to have a bunch of, a bunch of tricks up your sleeve. That's just, that's my approach. Well, if this doesn't work, then I got this. And if this doesn't work, then I know how to do this. If this doesn't work, you just keep trying stuff, right? That's phase two minutes, one through five. Next week is phase three, RSI, which I know you're all excited. That's intubation, direct laryngoscopy, right? And then two weeks from now will be phase four, what to do when RSI fails, which it does, apparently. <laughs> Someday you'll be the attending and you're going to have to figure out what to do about it. So that wraps up this episode. Please send me an email, zach at emclerkship.com, Z-A-C-K at emclerkship.com with any questions. Be sure to follow the Facebook group. And until next week, keep working hard. Keep studying and be sure to enjoy your shift.